0: Um, today's Duff is Duff, we're going to learn that is Tetvav. And in yesterday's uh, Shira towards the end, we learned the Mishnahs in terms of limitations and what can one can sell to someone who's Chashod That's what we got up to. And then we also saw the Yotzer, a potter, we said, he's limited in terms of how much he can sell in terms of his wares. We said it was Chamesh Kadei Yayin, sorry, Kadei Shemen, Chamesh Estrey Kadei Yayin. And we said, because that would be the stam amount that one would bring in from. From healthcare. In other words, that would be amount of jugs one would need in a permissible fashion. But more than that, there'd be limitations out of concern. What? That this person is going to be harvesting minamashumar is going to start doing <coughs> avoda like it was a normal year. Okay. So the Gemara now continues. <laughs> so what, 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 do, what do we have a dog again? It seems Tuesdays we have dogs. I'm just going to mute. All right. Let's continue. I'm not sure where the dog park is coming from, but anyway, let's just continue. Okay. So it says, why well, aren't we concerned that he might use, in other words, we said you're limited to five jugs of oil and 15 of wine, but aren't we concerned that he might actually take the jugs of wine and use them for oil? So we say, I mean, there seems to be a difference. In other words, a are different from those of shemen. In other words, they seem to be different in the, in the manufacture that um, that and they're shaped differently, as we said last time. And then it adds that idra de so says, de ilin de Now, literally what this means according to Chaim, he says, or Now, this is strange because we're talking about a potter that deals with chera, so I would bring or here. So it sounds like according to um, the, the grahi he says, is that the, it seems to be that they had leather as well as cheras, and it was from the leather component that was distinguishable, understandable, which was for which was for shemen and which was for wine. Um, interesting. They didn't have one. Didn't have one a bigger opening than the other one because the shemen is very hard to flow out, and that's why I think also the Mishnais talk about that um, that they so have from some they have. They have bigger openings because the shaman is so thick. Let's it, it, well, it, 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 it's, I just read your the gra. The gra says the kadim guf it's that the Rabiona says is cholak. he says, I'll just finish the gra. He says, because according to the according to Ullah, uh, Ravullah he says here yeah, that the, it's through the leather that the Nikarim and Rabiona says haqadim gufa nikarim from the kadim themselves nikarim. That would seem to be a line like what you're saying in terms of the actual structure, not just the, the coverings. Um, But it's interesting here because we're dealing with pottery, so how's leather coming into it? That's why the Rash Sarelyo says, It's just a mashal. It seems to be that even the soil that was used, the actual material, not just the structure, according to this understanding, was different, meaning the actual the um, the, her, the type of clay, if you like, that was used to manufacture would about to be different for the different purposes. Okay, so that's how the Bindi Karim. Okay, uh, let's continue. Mocher la'akum ba'aretz. Now that's afilu because we said you can sell the potter can sell to to akum to Nochrim in Eretz Israel, and that's afilu That's even more than the limits of fifteen and five. Well, Israel, the you can sell to an Israeli in chutz That's despite the fact afilu mina kanoi That's despite the fact he might have some produce or even Eretz Israel produce. Um, nonetheless, you can still sell it to him. The did apply to those Jews living in Chutzlerah. Let's continue. Now, there was exporting this heres. Beit Shammah says, Now here, here we have the machlok between Beit Shammah and Beit Hillel. Beit Shammah says, can I, if you remember, that was the last case in our mission, in the Mishnah yesterday. He says, can you sell a parah a ox that is really good for plowing to, um, during Shemitah? And Beit Shammai says, absolutely not. And Be-Lil says, no, he might he, because you can tell her that he might be actually using it for its meat. So now we bring another case. Let's say someone sells an ox to his friend, but it ends up being this wild animal, right? So it's not going to be useful as a pl- for plowing. The only use that someone's going to have for such an animal is shechting and eating it. So Rava says it's a mekach taus. It was a mistake in sale. You sold him an animal that seemed to be, uh, that's not fit for purpose. He misled him and Shmuel and Mary, no, you could say to him, I mean, who cares if it's a Shoranag Khan? I sold you under the presumption you were going to shechte, So there's nothing wrong with this animal. Then it's not a Mekah That's a Makhluket, Rab and Shmuel. So Manan in. the Gemara asks, what's the case? If you're selling to a worker, someone who works in the field, an aris, a sharecropper, that's what literally an aris is. You can't say, I thought you were going to do it for to make a barbecue. That's ridiculous. The guy's buying, gone out to buy his tools for work. So clearly, the, it was under the assumption this animal is fit for plowing. If he's selling, if the sale was in the context of selling to a butcher, then, then he can not have the excuse that I was selling, who cares if it's a shonaghan? You're a butcher. Why else are you buying meat? You're going to came in. The question is, is a sirsor is a broker. Someone who buys and sells animals, Rava Amar says it's Taus, because most of the selling and buying that a does is generally for the purpose of these, you know, uh, plowing animals, so it's mekhtaosu. And Shmuel says no, he says no. Since they also buy and sell things for shrita as well, so therefore I can say I was selling it for shrita. Now we say as follows. Now I'm going to just share some, share some charts, if you don't mind, right here. So at the at the top we have the machloket in the chart here between Rav and Shmuel regarding this case of um, of macha mochir shor lachaver Rav says it's mekhtav and Shmuel says it's not. Now we've got another machloket. Rav and Shmuel seem to be they seem to be holding opposite opinions. Machlof shuteh Rab and machlof shuteh they seem to be holding opposite opinions. Did Palgun, they have another Machloket. Let's say someone sells a field during Yovel with a month to spare, a few weeks to spare, or maybe even a few days to spare. The sale's a good one, meaning the seller can keep his money and a short amount of time will pass and the land goes back. okay. However, Shmuel says, absolutely not. It's not no, the, the king is not a kinya. And the, the, the person can have his money back because it, within a few moments, it's it's uh, the field's gonna go back to the person. Okay. It's it's um, fine. So the Gemara says, It's first that we can have a class, ask a question of Rav. Tamanu in the case, meaning there in Yovel, when it seems to be what use is this person gonna have to a field for a moment of weeks nonetheless it's a good kinyan whereas ka and here he says no it's a Taos. whereas what but, uh, so we say no taman there what's the difference between like, there I mean, in the case of yovel and our case with, uh, with the with case of meqhta of the selling the shor Khan? he says taman there yovel Mufursa. everyone knows it's the yovel year so the reason why Rav says the sale is a good sale is because the person who bought it under, was not being misled in any fashion. He knows this is all the year. He knows in the next couple of days or weeks, whatever it is, the land will go back. And nonetheless, he was happy to make this purchase. You could call him crazy, but he was happy to do it. Therefore, it's kana. However, in the case where he's selling the Shor naghan at the time of purchase, did he know it was a Shor naghan? No. So that's why Rab says, in the case of the nakhan it's a Mekach Taos, but the case of Yovel, it's a good sale. So it's not a stirrer. Okay? And now we say, Mechlib the Chihid, Shmuel. But Shmuel also seems to have a, 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 a switch of opinion. Taman In the case of Yovel, when there's not much time to go in Yovel, and a guy sells his land, he says, look, it's not a good Kinya. But here, when he sells of a Shoranachan, he says, it's a wood. You can say, ah, I was selling you for Shrita. So we say, no, he says, do you know why in Yovil it doesn't work? The reason why Shmuel says in Yovel the sale isn't a, isn't a sale bichlal is because why else would the person be buying land? He's only buying it for Zria, for planting, and he's got no opportunity to get any benefit from the land. That's why Shmuel says in Yovel, even though he knows it's Yovel, it's not a good sale. However, when it comes to the sale in Shor Nagchan, Granted that he is a Naghan, there's still a permissible, uh, a, a, there's still a useful means in this acquisition, meaning the person, even if it's not gaghan, he, he can say, "I was selling it to you for a useful function, and that is to shechta for meat." So that's why Rav and Shmuel, aren't, that's why that, that's how we mayash of the two different sugas. Whereas Rav is machmir by shor nagchan. Uh, because it's a uh, mekartel, because he didn't know, and he's meikil by yovel because it's yovel. Yeah, everyone knows it's yovel, so but he might be crazy, but he still bought it, and, it, and it, he's aware it's yovel. Whereas Shmuel, like as you said, by Shor is more meikil because he can say ah. The reason why I'm is because I sold you for Shchitta. There's a possible use. But in the case of Yobel, if he's buying a field in Yobel with a few weeks to spare, we say, well, this, since there's no possible use for this field whatsoever, that's why Shmuel in that case is Machmer. So when there's no contradiction between Rav and Shmuel in both these two Shittas, even though at face value it seems to be He's Machmer one and He's in the other. Now we go back to our Mishnah. Um, now, Rav kabet Shamai and Shmuel Kabit Hillel. Now, why are we saying Rabbis is like, let's, let, let's have a look at the next, uh, the next chart. If you remember, Beit Shammai says if someone's p- selling a uh, parosh choreshapeshviz, what? There's only one reason why he must be selling it. And the, and the basic, you can't tolerate, you can't say that, oh, he might be using it for shkita. No. What's the basic understanding of why a person's buying a parosh choreshapeshviz? He's buying it for what? For plowing. Except for you can't sell it to someone in, during shemitah year that's chashurashviz because he's going to use it for plowing. Whereas Bithila says, no, we can tolerate, totally, we can assume he was doing it for something else. That seems to be what the Gemara is saying now, aligned with the Malchoket and Rav and Shmuel, Baha Mocher Sharor, Lachaverov and Nagcha. In other words, just as Beit Shammai says, if you're selling a Parachoresh, it's for that purpose. So too, if someone's buying a shore from a, oh, sorry, selling a shore to a Sarsur, the general assumption is it is for plowing. And the fact that it's, you can and therefore you can't say, so therefore it's Mechach Okay, whereas just as Beit Hillel says in the case of selling a para you can say, Ah, there is a possible other reason, and what's that possible other reason? The possible other reason is that he wants so to fish So, too, it seems to align with Shmuel, seems to align with that opinion here. When he sells a shore naghan, uh, he sells a shore insan Shmuel sells, Ah, or selling it to you for the other possible reason, right? In other words, again. Be- be- Shama, Rav seems to be like Beit that we look at the restricted basic use. That's why in the case where it was um, selling the Shoran and Sanad Khan, that's why I it say it's Taos. Whereas Shmuel seems to be like Beit be- that we look more broadly what uses it might be about, might be used for the Parachosh. But Shvid. so therefore Shmuel says, I was selling it to you for Shrita. Okay, so the Rav says no. Rav says... Now that's why I've color coded. By the way, you can see the red, red, and green, green. See how they line with each other. I mean, I start Okay, so Let's continue. Now it says Rav Kbeit shamay. Rav can say, I. Uh, so, so it says Rav Kbeit Shami. So what what we're saying now it says No Beit Hillel might even agree with me. How would he agree with me? It says late Orcha mashha, Mashhat Yomim. Uh, tlata lo, lo so which means as follows. He says, now, even though Beit Hillel says, when you sell a parach to somebody in Shemitah, you can say that I was selling it for shchitah That's fine. However, when you're selling to a sarsur what's a Sarasur gonna do with this animal? He, has, he He's not necessarily gonna on, be able to unsell it straight away. And therefore, what's gonna happen? We sell, if, if it ends up being a shor naghan, the Sarasur might say, this is still a mekach Why? Because I have to have this animal in my care, this dangerous animal in my care, and I'm not able to do that. It's going to cause damage. It's going to be a problem. So therefore, I can say mechatals. Mm-hmm. So I read Reb Chaim inside to make it clear. He says mm-hmm. the Beit Hillel, lo elish le Beit you can say I can tuli. I can assume he was buying it for shritah. Bahata, I feel lo and bahata, meaning by the case of the mocher shor and mitsanagchan, even if you say even if he wants to buy it for shritah still to have a shor nagran in his possession, um, it says, because uh, it could be his possession for a long period of time and then cause damage his possession. it says, and the, the short one in his position for today is going to cause problems. In other words, again, let's make it clear. Bechame says yes, you can tolerate that the sale was for a of different reasons. So, in other words, he might say here in the case where he's buying, he's selling to or he might buy. It. You can say yeah, he could be buying a for as well. But the fact that it's a short Naghan itself, the fact that it's going to cause Hezek and the so has to deal with this animal for until he can find a purchaser for it, he might th- that's still a mekachtales because he says I don't want an animal in my in my possession that's going to destroy all my other stock. So in other words, even the Beit Hillel says his tolin, again, a broader understanding, here he might agree with Rav that it's a, uh, Shetat Rav, that it's a Mekah And how do we understand that Shetat? Shmuel. And we said, Shmuel seems to be like Beit Hillel, like Rav charts, green and green. So he says, feel you spoke Beit Shammai." He says, no, Shmuel says, the Beit Shama might agree with me here. Why? He says, the 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 Darnasha Michos Torah In other words, when we're selling a, a, an a animal stum, if you like, to a sirsur, you can say Beit Shammah might actually agree that, yes, it's Nika that um, because he's a sar, so he's happy purchasing all manner of animals because he's got all manner of purchases, people that want plowing ones and people that want meat and butchers. So therefore, you can, therefore you can agree um, that, that Beit, would, the, so Beit might, might agree with mul when he sells a show of an inside nagkan that he can say, look, I was just selling you an animal for shritah. Then, why, however, in the case of Parach to or Shvit, you cannot sell it? That is because, in the case of shmit, in, in our case, in our Mishnah, when someone is purchasing a prize animal that's built and fashioned completely for plowing, it's such a slim likelihood he's going to want a Shechta. What a waste of money! So that's why Beit Shammai, even though Beit Shammai would agree with Shmuel, the short, it's a good mekach. in Shmita, we say, forget it. You cannot sell a shore, a parachoreshet to someone because it's a parachoreshet. It's an animal. that's engineered and designed and trained for this perfect purpose. It's, it's prime. And someone's going to, there's only one possible reason why this guy is going to be purchasing it. Clearly not to make a barbecue. And it's too much of a too much of a toll and too much of a stretch to say that. That's why Beit is machmir and Mishnah might agree with Shmuel. Okay, I hope that was a that was a clear um, and whatever. I've got the charts up there you can see it with the explanations in blue. Okay, that's the end of that. Let's continue now. Now it says This is talking about someone. We said you can you can lend him this measuring cleat that if he has a, a granary and the concern is maybe he's going to start measuring things out in shmita. Oh, I just realized the time. I should speed up a bit. Okay. Now, this is fascinating. What this means is, let's say you lent this guy, this uh, measuring cleek, because we said at the time when you measure it, you can tolerate him up using it for missile purposes. What if you go by his place and see him using your clee for measuring out the stuff that is harvested harvesting Shemitah, doing it for Tevar What happens? zakuklo. You don't have to worry about it. Because at the time when you gave it to him, it was behetar, and therefore you don't have to do that. That's, that's quite a chidush. You can leave him at, leave him at be. And it says the because if you rented it to him, that's mamash in his possession at the time. It's more considered in his reshut, and that's the chiddush of what the gemara is saying that you don't have to worry about it. Okay, again, because at the time when you gave it over to him, you did it in the manner it was boheted. The fact that after the fact, now he's doing a issue, you don't have to worry about that. Okay, let's continue. We're talking about a isha that is to what? To keep produce after Zaman you can You can lend to all these things, a mill, and a tanur. Because it will see the Gemara why. When it comes to actually um, sifting and grinding, meaning Messiah, deav, deav, uh, Messiah um, of of Rea Veira, helping her the shite mace at the time of the Veira, that you cannot do. Now, Haver, uh, Eshe, uh, uh, a Haver, wife of Haver, Mashela can give to her fre- uh, Isha uh, Eshik Ama'aretz. Now, here, uh, this is an Ama'aretz is someone who's not particularly careful with the laws in Tumantara, mantara. Uh, Eshik Haver is. You can lend her enough of a Kaver wherever, of, a, of, a, of a, you can lend her all these in, implements, uh, sift the sieve, uh, um, and you can even bore it, v'tochenet, marakedet, and 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 grind and sift and everything along with her, and borrow, take out the stones. But once he adds water, you cannot. Why? Because it's You're not allowed to cause tumor to chul in Eretz That's the understanding, and the assumption is prior to that point, when you're assisting her in the activities, is not yet susceptible to tuma. Okay, Lotikait uh, la. Because you're not sister over a avera, someone is doing an avera. But kolam la mo elamim shalom, and all these things that we allowed—that uh, was only darke shalom, meaning engender feelings of shalom between amongst Am Israel. And we'll discuss this in the Gemara, this comment. So um, stay tuned. Now, o machzakim akum, you also. It, this is now a statement which you learned the Mishnah previously. akum, you can assist, you can. You can say, uh, well, we'll see exactly what this means in, in a moment, even though we've discussed it. You're doing Shemitah, he's doing avoda, but you're not allowed to do so for in an Israel. And you're also asked, allowed to greet them, and the like, and we discussed this previously, and we're going to see it again. Meaning, in other words, you're lending these Kalim for this this woman, the Nafa Kavra. And if he says, I want to use it for sifting my food and the like that I've kept, uh, uh, then you're not allowed to do so. So I'm a, little of a I love to start my life for sure. one second. What else is the use of a sifter and a sieve? Granted, the other things we learned in the previous shnat, there was something that could have been used for hetero or not, but a sifter or a sieve is used for sifting food. What else can there be? Isn't that isn't that like considered mafurash? What are you saying? Stamzake mafurash is not. So we say, Anil no, he says, we can find permissible uses, even though it's really getting remote. It says, enough to put to counting one's money, it's like a, a, a sifter to sift um, sand, a meal, they should have been using it. So, my name is like dyes. She could have been using it for that purpose. In other words, the principle use could have been the fact that the person, she, she wants to do the This is for the flax when they're melabena, when they're whitening at the process there. Okay. Now, the, the, the Gemara asks now, Reb Pinchas, Reb Pinchas asks, what's the context where we're concerned by this? Where where it talks about Mashal Is it where we're concerned that they're both plowing and are eating after zmambiur or is it the case where we're only concerned about them planting um, and being over in the Israelist Israel in that context, but not for Lo'ochlim, but not after Zamambiur. So my what's an afgamin between them? The would Nafkamib, the be that if we see them purchasing their goods, in tame if it's becomes if you say that it's in the place where they plant and they eat. Then Asur. Then even if you see them purchasing of her circuits to be it would still be asur because we're concerned that she'll be eating this produce after zman In time, if it's only in the case, the concern is that there might be planting Jewish shmita, but we're not concerned about the meaning. we're not concerned about the meaning after zman Then we say since you see that she hasn't planted this, and you see she's purchased from the store or a trader, therefore it would be mutar because that concern has been allayed. Okay, next. So, what's this? So, Rabbi Yossi Bar says, "By or In other words, when it says "kulam all this uh, leniency of being, about about being tolled is that on the whole peric, even in the case we learned in the previous case of Magayad, magakatsir and all these other things, or is it only in this mishnah talking about the nafa kavra and rechaim? So, that, what what's the difference between the two? Is because in the, in this mishnah, those kelim mamash meyucha the devar and it was a real stretch, as we said. Whereas a previous, and, and, and that's, and so it might be only those in Mithay Darke Shalom, and the other things where it was, you know, there were valid uses and non valid uses, that actually might be Ikaradin. So when was it a stretch? Was it a stretch for everything we've learned? The Chachaminu Darke Shalom was only that which we learned in this Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Ramana dekisrin. The fact that when in, in Gitim when it talks about these, uh, the Mishnah's in Gittin, when it talks about um, all those things that uh, were implemented, Mishum Shalom, all the taught was this case, Isha Mash Khaberta, and not the previous Mishnah we learned together, al Hada It must be only this case. This Mishnah we learned it was Mipani Shalom, whereas the other things, the mikardin Okay, Tamantinian Nachm Shu Ose. A baker, it says you're not allowed to knead and prepare the bread. Vatani and it also says you're allowed to sift and and, and grind, and also sift after that. Borer is actually putting out the stones and marakhtim is sifting. One second. In other words, we said by the Isha, the woman's helping a friend. We said you're allowed to start, you're allowed to sift and the like until she's adding the water. When it comes to a nachdom. The baker says you're not allowed to even be involved with him in the earlier processes. What's how do, we, how do we resolve these two Mishnayas? So Amr Khan He says, No, our case is about And the issue of making Tuma in Eretz Israel Khulin is. However, Truma's directest therefore more machmir. The Gemara says, Really? But that case is talking about an Achtum. You're talking about a Nachtum? What? Nachtum's doing Truma. And that what the Chaim explains is it's not the derech of a koinim to take the small amount of truma they have to a kohen to bake. So how can you say the case of the nachtum is talking about truma? So chachamim kam balotet kam lotet. The difference is, is our case in our Mishnah's, the wheat hasn't yet been, um, water hasn't come into contact with it, And therefore it's not yet susceptible to truma. That's why you could be engaged with the, with the woman and the sifting and the grinding and the like. However, in the case of the Nachdom, he's lotet, he's already, um, he's already soaked the wheat in water. And therefore, since it's already become susceptible to Tuma and the earlier stage, that's why you already can't, you can't assist him by making a Tama, because you're Messiah De'avara, making these things Tama at the earlier stages. Okay, and in Messiah Le'chavrayah, that answer seems to be a good one, because our Misha seems to support it. It says, aval Ma'im, lo'tiga she'in De'avara. Because uh, uh, of because uh, Amisha says quite clearly that once it comes into water, then you can't help them. So it seems to be the key point is not the process in the baking from the grinding, etc. The key point in time is when it becomes susceptible to tumor. Now, this next piece, all the way to the end of the peric, is a section that we've already learned together um, a few days ago, actually. Um, and, uh, and so we'll move through it quite quickly. So Rabkhiev Rab Rav Imi says, So the question was what is the machzide yakum? You're allowed to uh, encourage the akum during Shmita. One understanding is plow it and then I will work your field, Motze Shmita more direct, but still we say it's okay because it's not shlichut, as we've discussed. Another person says, You're not allowed to go that far, it's just isher. It just means you know, Bahatzlacha. Keep it up. Good work. Right? So then the shit that says it, it's more direct, saying plow and then I will work your field. What does it mean at the end? It must mean there that means isher. It means, you know, according to the shit in the beginning that says all you're allowed to do with the goi is isher. Meaning say What does it mean shalom Mam, We said it means shalom b'shalom, Israel shalom aleichem. Meaning that what that means is an Israel who happens to be over, over in the israel Mishmita, as we as we explained the story before. Still nonetheless, Mishul Shalom, you should greet them. And after I go over, by the way, I gave over this uh, this gemara. I've heard many stories from different people. One of them the Panev rav someone has told the story of Rav Grossman, where their engagement with people the Machalas rather than coming down, you know, heavy handed on them. Rather, it constantly greeted them and it was very kind to them and said, Shalom Aleichem, every Shabbos, they visited their stores or visit whatever they were doing in Malachi, And that actually eventually had a greater impact then uh, shouting Shabbos. Okay, let's continue. Dal- Dalma, we have a ma'isa. We said Rav bar Papa, Rav Shmuel bar Nachmani, Avram Nachad If you recall, we said the story that they, the two of them had to happen to pass someone who's plowing a shmita. Amalei Rav Shmuel says, "Batzalachah." So Amar he said, "Amalei Chid bar Papa." "V'lo ken Alfon? Didn't you teach us? Didn't didn't look how Alfon Rabbi didn't Rabbi teach, teach us? But what? V'lo Amar haovrim berkat Hashem Didn't we, didn't didn't we learn the pasuk that says, do 'Don't say.'" I mean it sounds like to the overim you should have berichat Hashem lechem. Shasul l'mal l'choshes fi et isher. That you're not to say b'atzlacha to someone who's playing on shmita. So Amar le in the krotatay odiah. If you recall, we says you know how to read. V'natat dorash. You don't know have dorash. It says v'lo ham um, overim who are the with a heyediah. How overim? They they're the odiah kochavim. Shabrim l'alam. As we explained previously, v'lo Amarul l'Israel and they didn't say to Israel berichat Hashem lechem. If you recall, Ma Israel omrim um, lehem. What is what what is, I mean, Israel said to, back to them berachim uetchem b'shem Hashem. In other words, you got the, you got the, all the brachas that you received have became in this world, was and you don't say to us, you know, as I said, it's not enough you don't say that. You're not inviting us to share in the brachas you make it worse but not, you make it worse not only do you not share the brachas that you are meriting because of us but rather you are actually applying all manners of taxes with all, man, all different names and as I said that's a, that's a sugu we already learned together that's why I moved through it quite rapidly so we say now let's learn the next mission now we're in Perik Shishi Six barracks. There are three areas in Eretz Israel have different distinct laws with Shemitah. Meaning, the second time Yisrael came to Eretz Israel, those regions that they conquered were less than the regions of Olay Mitzrayim, meaning the first time they came to Eretz Israel. So, all those regions, which is Eretz now going north up into a place called Gziv, or Gziv, there's two different ways to read it. We say, meaning you cannot, what does it mean, Nechal? You're not allowed to eat Svikim, the Gzera Svikim applies. And also, you're not allowed to do Abodah. Okay, rabbanan understanding the Mishnah at this stage, even though we saw Rebbe Kivetz, thought it was the writer. However, but you also cannot work the land. Now it says, any regions that from the first time Mitzrayal came to Eretz Yisrael, which is a broader area than the second time, this is going even further north. The Mishnah the, the says these are areas towards the west, like Badiyam but even further further north in Eretz Israel. Those areas, we say, is ne'echal, meaning Yisro doesn't apply, avol lo Why? Because this area, because the understanding is kudshel, the kudusha rishona kidshel ashat a lo kidshah level. Since the original kudusha, when they came to Mitzrayim, was actually, if you like, lost in the first galod. And didn't, uh, it, didn't it didn't endure. That's why, when it comes to Israel Dura Banan, meaning Yisro they weren't gozer in that area however the uh, when it comes to isra avoda that has a root in the torah meaning ladu avoda in in you know, it's Israel proper or there has a kedusha so therefore that also they said you know avoda there it says meaning going towards Chutzah arets so that's probably going eastward from those places. We say, it says, Nechal Those places you can eat and you can also work the area. Now, the Gemara asks the questions. So here, this, what we're trying to Gemara trying to do now is bring a source for why you have the concept of Mitzvot Why certain Mitzvot that apply to the land only apply in Israel. So it says, these are Shet You have to do in the land. It seems to be the only those mitzvot you chay in Eretz Israel uh, on the lo- sorry on the land you chay in Eretz Israel. So it says a dainan umrim mm-hmm. mitzvah shehen pliyot ba'aretz ainan nehogim el ba'aretz yachol l'filo mitzvot she'enon tluu ba'aretz loinu el ba'aretz. Is a possible so so far it sounds like what. That only those things that depend on the land, maybe things that not depend on the land, other mitzvahs, fill and mezuzah I don't know, all these other things, maybe they're implied, they're only planned Eretz is Israel. So we say, no, Tamiloma, uh, but uh, sorry, I have to I have to say this a bit um, um, I'll, 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 yeah, well we'll see in a minute. Sorry. Aloy no So Tamaloma it says and what happens is Hashem gets a senat about and then the pasuk continues vishmah at mitavrayela alavchem with something at vrayela alavchem sorry meaning even though vave the temey rave been kicked out from marriage to israel the next pasuk talks about the fact you have to still keep mitzvot golin, even despite the fact you're in galut with something to vrayela you have to play you have to keep these mitzvot says va'al nafsh uh, alavchem alavchem what are the mitzvot that are listed in the psuk in the following Shema? or i should say it says kgon the Talmud Torah, mitzvah the Talmud she'en flo ba'aretz. Just it's Tfillin and Talmud Torah, and not a mitzvah that relates to the land. Then no again ba'im ba'aretz, ben chutzaretz. I've called the she'en flo ba'aretz. You know ik ba'aretz on ben chutzaretz. So this is where we learn that it's only mitzvah tloyo ba'aretz are dependent on the ar. Well, literally, and no ego in Eretz Israel, where those that aren't connected to ground-related mitzvot like fillin, like mezuzah, the Talmud they're in the chutzaretz. Now we say mishigalu iyepturim. So the question here is, one second. Uh, it, he says, in other words, meaning the question is, if that's a case, if it says once you go to, once you are kicked out of the land, it seems the only mitzvot that antelope ba'aretz you know heg in chosaretz. Maybe that's the end of mitzvah So we say this is talking about the times when they came back in in Beit Shani. He said they made sukkot. And it says, and they made sukot, they hadn't done so since the times of Yeshua binu. Now it's interesting, it's actually Yehoshua. Why are we missing a hey? Belama Yeshua. So Rabhil Baraid Rav Shmuel Nachman says, Pagama kavod tzadik bekever mimne kavod tzadik beshato. Now that we put it in other words, to give respect to the Tzadik beshato. Um therefore we make a pagam for Tzadik kever. So I'll just explain inside. Uh Ribhai says, Pagamba Khovod shall Yahushua, kidelechabed tzadik bashato. Dahainu Ezra. That's talking about Ezra. In other words, we, we put a slide on the cup of Yeshua in order to lift the status of Ezra. Why? To that maybe Ezra is even bigger than Yeshua. Even though in truth, that's not the case. In other words, because we have this principle that you've got it, whichever rabanim of your time, you don't say, oh, it was better. We had bigger in the past. No that the smurb's at all the like you we have to doll him that's why the puzzle itself almost it puts a pegam on Yehoshua to raise the status of Ezra at the time, even and to make it as if he is bigger than him, even though in truth he wasn't. Okay, but let's continue. Hekesh biyatam b'me Ezra labiyatam b'me Yehoshua. We have the hekesh between the two entrances of Israel. Ma biyatam Yehoshua just in the first. Olamit Zrayim Paturim Hayu. They were patur from the start. Vinichayavu and they became chayav. Af biyatam b'me Ezra. Also the time when they entered Israel, Ezra Paturu. They were patur Vinichayavu and became chayav. So he says Mimanit chayavu. The question me manit means in a, in other words, how do we know it says bibia tambi mi ezri mikhalosh minan in in bidvar torah um alayhim the question is when they came in the time of ezra was that midras midra bana that's a question me manit khayabo so rabius Bar khinin says amal about midvar torah do right me khayabo how do the tibit it says bibakha shem lakhal arat shur servista it says, "Hikish Yerushatcha, Yerushat Avotecha." It's talking about coming back there to Israel. They connected your Yerusha to the Yerusha of your fathers, meaning the times of the Olam LeMitzrayim. My Yerushat Avotecha midvav just as the the Chiyuvim took upon yourself as Doraita. If you're Yerushatcha, also Yerusha will be dvav as well. Then it says, uh, just with changing a few to a few lines around, it says, "Patur ma'yo vinithayavu afatem patur vinithayavtem." The patur and the futurity you became chayav mitzvot laretz. Um, and that was midoraita. So that just as happened to them, it happens to you. Now it says vetivcha bircha It says avotecha lo ayu ale. Now what it says vetivcha bircha avotecha. What happened? if view was greater than you, avot, even better. I mean, in other words, the time when they came into Eretz Israel. By the way, this understanding is not latila, but this seems to be an understanding of the time of Ezra, Just to speak, if it's not obvious already, it says your the second bi'ala Eretz was greater than the entrance to Eretz Israel. in The time of Olei Mitzrayim. Why? It says in other words, you got the chiyuv, despite the fact they didn't have all Malchot, meaning you didn't have the nations still oppressing you, they're they, them in its reign, they were free, if you like. Um, but you, when you came to beit time, uh, you still have the all Malchot of Pras. So, mm-hmm. You're, they were only chayv in these mitzvahs after 14 years the, of the shiva Shekibush and Sheva Shel um, Chiluk. However, but you immediately when you came to Israel, you have a So avotech, the only chayev after everyone was kone got their chelak. Avalatem Rishon, Rishon, kone of As soon as someone got their chelak in the land, they were immediately to on the mitzvah t'loyot ba'aretz. Okay? Sorry, that was a bit rushed because it was longer enough, but uh, you got two minutes to it next year. So have a good day. Yeah thank you